Have you ever encountered a hurdle with launching or growing your business? Listen, there are two things that run a business, the back end and your soft skills. Telling you right now, if these aren't in place, you'll lose clients and you'll lose money. You don't want that? Well, you're in the right place. Hey, I'm Dana. Hey, I'm Sarah. We're your hosts of the Entrepreneur Encounter, and we're going to give you a behind the scenes glance into our businesses, give you genuine feedback, tips and tricks, plus occasionally bring on guests that care about supporting you to grow your business organically and nurturing authentic relationships. Are you ready? Hobbies are more than setting time aside to do something fun. Hobbies actually help with your personal growth. As an entrepreneur and any professional, implementing hobbies into your personal life can have a great impact on your personal growth and development. Welcome back to another episode. Today, we're diving into hobbies and creative activities Because we all know that as an entrepreneur, we tend to get stuck in work mode. And I mean, like 24-7, our minds are always on our work, maybe way more than we should. But that's the joys of being an entrepreneur, right? Especially if you're an entrepreneur that works from home. Yeah. Like my desk is in my bedroom. So it's really hard for me to not pick up my laptop and lay on my bed or to go sit on the couch with it and like mindlessly work on something small but important. Right. <laughs> like late at night or something while I'm hanging out watching TV. So having a hobby, for me, I have made it a rule. Any hobby that I have has to be away from a screen is helpful in creating that boundary of work time, family time, me time. Exactly. So listeners, when was the last time you engaged in a hobby that you really enjoyed? This can be painting. If you are lucky enough to live near national parks, it could be hiking, cooking, playing an instrument. Take a moment to think about how it made you feel when you were able to like completely separate work mode and focus 100% on this fun keyword, fun activity. Yeah, exactly. Oftentimes it can be hard, especially like Dana said, working from home, you're trying to figure out how to separate the two, you know, working in your room. I mean, I get it. I used to bring the laptop to my bed because I'm like, oh, I can have snacks. I can watch a movie and work at the same time. But that doesn't really work. I know over the last year or so, I honestly haven't been participating in any hobbies because the past year of last year, I took the time to learn, you know, professionally, but something was like eating inside of me. Like I need to do something for me. And the hobbies that I enjoy when it's not crappy outside, because right now it's raining and cold is to actually go outside, go to the beach, run around with the kids. But right now I've been enjoying coloring and drawing and I'm no drawer. I cannot draw. I draw like a little kid. (laughs) But it's fun. Honestly, it's like relaxing. You put on some music and just go with it. Enjoy it for what it is. And it doesn't have to be perfect. That goes with anything that you are doing as a hobby, right? Because let's say that you're starting something new. Like one time I try to learn how to knit And I said, no, I do not want to do that. So not for me. I think that's right. So my son, my oldest son, he's nine. He does enjoy crocheting and knitting. 
It's something that his bonus mom got him into and made him and his brother a hat that was designed or inspired by an anime character. But that's what encouraged him to want to try. And now he has made bracelets. He's done a few other things, but he actually really likes doing it. He has his own pack of crochet needles and yarn and stuff. I don't have the patience. My hobbies, I have to be moving. Very rarely does my hobby involve me sitting still. (laughs) So hiking is a big thing for me or going walking is really nice. I don't always get to go hike, hike, but I do get out and go walk. I love testing out new recipes in the kitchen, but I'm usually walking around the kitchen while I'm doing it. The only activity, because like I've tried coloring. Yeah. And like, oh, this should be so much fun. Bullet journaling and stuff. And I'm like, I just can't. The only activity hobby that I've gotten into that allows me to be still per se is yoga and like meditating. But even then, my body is moving Mm -hmm. slowly through the different positions and stuff. So I don't even know if that counts. (laughs) I'm still moving. Well, since this is all audio and you can't see, maybe I'll post this picture of my beautiful drawing when the show goes live so you guys can see this crazy drawing that I drew. But I was bored and I wanted something to do and I just colored weird things. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I think a lot of my hobbies consist of sitting down because I like to write. So I write short stories. It helps my mind be creative. And again, like no matter what we do, that's helping our development right? It's making our minds work and even problem solve or, you know, when you're cooking, you're doing math. I know that sounds silly, but you're still making your brain work when you are doing your hobby. I think having a hobby like from two different perspectives is many entrepreneurs are entrepreneurs because they had a hobby that they turned into a business. Yeah. It's a very common situation where entrepreneurs dip their toes into something because maybe they love designing t-shirts or making jewelry. It can be something even as untraditional as puzzle, like taking puzzle pieces and turning it into art, like recycled art. Yeah. You have no idea by dipping your toes into various hobbies where that can lead. But from another perspective, it's also just a way to kind of shift your thinking. So let's list off a few hobbies I feel like are relatively easy to start, but also can help improve your success as an entrepreneur. And I think since you mentioned problem solving is puzzles. (laughs) Puzzles are notorious for maintaining brain health. Crossword puzzles, jigsaw puzzles. Those Sudokus, I thought I don't do. Oh, Sudoku. Yes. That game is fun. (laughs) They provide a much needed break from a stressful day, but you're still using problem solving skills. They preserve your cognitive function, enhance your memory, which is perfect if your next hobby is wanting to be meditation or you can take those skills subconsciously and implement them into your entrepreneurial work day. Speaking of puzzles, I dislike puzzles so much. My oldest, he is nine, and I don't know what kind of magic he has going on with his puzzle, but he will look at the box, toss it, and then just do the puzzle. And some of these puzzles are complicated. I'm like, dude, I don't get it. But again, everybody's mind works differently, and some people can do things others can't do, and that's fine. So I'm like, have at it. Do your puzzle. (laughs) 
So how can you explore hobbies that align with your personal, even your professional development and growth? Start by identifying the activities that excite you and just simply bring you joy. This is like another aspect of self-care. We've talked about self-care in a previous episode. And now self-care doesn't necessarily mean you have to go to like the spa or get your hair done or whatever you do. But what are the things people do? Yoga or exercise for self-care, but there's hobbies that you can implement into your day-to-day life, even if it's just 20 minutes a day. Do that activity and be proud of it. Because let me tell you, I'm pretty proud of this weird drawing that I did. (laughs) Attention service-based entrepreneurs, unleash the power of Pinterest with a professionally optimized business account. In case you're new here, my name is Dana, co-host of Entrepreneur Encounter, and I want to be your Pinterest setup specialist. Together, we will tailor your Pinterest presence to your brand and audience, optimize your profile with captivating visuals and descriptions, develop a strategic pinning plan to reach your target audience, and then integrate Pinterest with your other marketing channels so you can repurpose instead of working harder. Then if you love your Pinterest account setup, I do have ongoing support packages for continued success. So if you've been wanting to unlock Pinterest potential for your wedding planning business, contact me at my website, ddvirtualmanagement.com and we can get started. So as you go through and think about which hobbies that you find interesting that promote the benefits of relaxation and focus, they also provide an excellent way to take a break from the pressure of being a business owner. So as you're picking a hobby, be sure that it will truly relax you in the way that you want and need. Yeah, We don't want you to pick a hobby. So like like I said earlier, I am not relaxed by coloring. (laughs) So it doesn't work for me. It honestly feels more like another job. So working at a stressful hobby after a stressful day of work would be counterproductive. Mm -hmm. So after you've tried it a few times and you feel like, oh, it's not working, then go find a different one. Well, on this, you can read. We've mentioned cooking. Sarah mentioned painting. We both mentioned yoga and Pilates. You can also do cycling. If you have a bike, there's a lot of hills. Some people enjoy fishing. I hate to say it, but I'm going to put video games on this list (laughs) because it's been known that they provide the same benefits as puzzles as far as like problem solving, depending on the type of game that you pick. There's musical instruments. Sarah plays the drums. I used to play the clarinet. (laughs) And one that's always been on my to-do list, which maybe this is the year that I pick it up, is gardening. Oh, no. Nope. (laughs) I'm real. I'm so lured by gardening. But like, this is just a quick, short list. This is our challenge for our listeners this week. As you go through your day, share in our group or leave a comment. Email us about what hobbies you enjoy after a stressful workday that help promote that stress-free, like, meditative state so that you can relax and focus the next time you have to work. As always, all of our information is in the show notes. Until next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Remember, soft skills aren't just some fluffy buzzwords that get thrown around in the corporate world. 
They're the key to unlocking your full potential as a professional and a human being. Don't be afraid to invest in yourself and seek out opportunities to improve your soft skills. Sarah and I have a variety of workshops, online courses, and complimentary clarity calls for you to practice in real time with us. Links are always in the show notes. And be sure to join us next time for more insights, tips, and tricks to help you succeed in your entrepreneur encounter. 